previously on Coruscant Nights. It has been a few days since the Battle of Coruscant. If she was looking out the window, she would see a devastated portion of Coruscant. Buildings were damaged in the battle, and there is still a big old ship spanning Dak Avenue. You've got a little message on your message boards, a uh, direct message. Well, it doesn't surprise me. I'm very popular on the message boards. It is a whole bunch of odd information. It's got info on the destroyer, the, the ship that you were just driving too close to. It also has information on the pod race that's supposed to be happening tonight. The message is from somebody you, you don't know. Their screen name is Neelig99. And little icon next to him is a like S-shaped white serpent. It looks like the profile was made today. Interesting. Sometimes you just want to have a friend along for the ride. And I, I lean back and I adopt my most, my wisest pose and I kind of stroke my chin, my thumb and forefinger. And I, I kind of pose, you know, in a way that I often saw in Heights and Depths where they lean their chin, their fingers very thoughtfully. Yeah. And then Betty had, like strikes like a, a cross-armed pose. And looks down you know, down her nose at the information on the screen. And we hang like that for a second because that's the exact kind of frame that they'd go to commercial break on. <laughs> we'll cut an episode what? there. What was I talking about? <laughs> I don't remember. <laughs> Why do they need a distraction when they yeah. already have authority? Yes. I guess the only thing we can do is sneak in during the race. <laughs> That's also like a very popular episode closing line. Mm-hmm. Well, okay, if we sneak in during the race, what are we looking for? Anything. Keeping our minds open. Um, this, this ship just came back from this unknown region of space. Who knows what they brought back with them? It might have already been taken away, but what if it can't be removed in broad daylight? Don't have to keep coming up with reasons. Betty, use your imagination. <laughs> Let's contribute. Uh, can, can we look into this information a little bit more? <laughs> That's Betty for you. Always trying to do the research. Always trying to dig a little deeper on the computer stuff. Here's the deal. I'm gonna. Why I look into these planets? That that one place is ringing a bell, and uh, you look into something. I don't know. Okay. What do you want to look into? <laughs> Is there, is there anything in the files that would lead me in a particular direction? Something that would jump out at me. Um, so you've got the ship, which I don't think I said is called the Manticore. You've got the planets. You've got the pod race and the pod race route. You've got the idea that it might be a distraction. You've got the person's screen name and their snake avatar. Do I have any way of... The message boards are pretty encrypted. I don't really have any way of tracing that profile. It would be a computer's check. Okay, let's let's check my computer skills. Let's see if Carp has magically gotten better at uh, Would it be under knowledge? 
Nope, it's on the left side. Computers. Um, two well done. yellow, two green. Pretty good at computers. Not if these dice have anything to say about it. I'm flipping a dark side point, so that is... Just flip the point. Yeah. Uh, it's going to be against a red and two purples. What? Do you want to flip one to make it a, uh, to upgrade one of your greens to a yellow? Mark! Yes? No! Why not? Because you, you deliberately flipped your point to make me flip it back. Uh, maybe. I'm not playing. I'm going to go with what I have. But the you can have a boost. You can have a boost for your personal computer setup yes. that you've got. It's super. Okay. I'm going to roll it, man. <laughs> okay. Story two, of my life in dice is a two advantages. advantages. No success. All the advantage, none of the success. Um, Same on Betty. Okay. Do I... What would my advantages be? I'm trying to look up someone. So maybe you found some other information. About them or about something else? Either. I can I can make it about something else? Yeah. Um, something you would have found when you were on your computer. Something I would have found on my... Uh, maybe... Other posts by somebody with the same avatar? Oh, uh, have they made posts since? They haven't, but maybe you spot something that uses the same white snake symbol. Ah, I see another white snake. And I go uh, check that out. Alright, so they started a thread on the message boards, and it is about... Generally, we discourage such clicks on those message boards because, honestly, it's just a way of taking everybody out with one shot. <laughs> this person has the idea that there is a special underground regiment of clone troopers. Well, of course there is. That is doing stealth missions on Coruscant. It's one of the most logical things I've heard on those message boards. Well, I click on a thread and read, I scan the information. Some of it falls into line with much of what I've theorized in the past, but much of it is new to me. There's one blurry photo of, uh, it could be it could be any anything. It could be a guy jogging in all black, or it could be a black-clad clone trooper, or it could just be a shadow. Or hey, it could be old Skazborg. You can never tell I with mean, those blurry photos. I was gonna... Well, uh, how blurry is this photo? Pretty blurry. And <laughs> it was taken in a dark place. It's a, it's a, it's a real toss-up. However, they say old Skazborg will glow in the dark. So it's probably not him. It's probably a clone trooper. Or a Vrelt up. walking. Or a Vrelt that's learned to walk on its hind legs, which um, many of them are learning to do. They are trying to assimilate into society as a new sentient species. But the act kind of falls apart when they start trying to eat people. My search is coming up empty. Uh, this Shelluara place, it's really... There's, there's something there, but... I can't figure out what, but um, it looks like they took a took a route through the unknown regions that brought them to some pretty dangerous places, some real wild, wild planets. I don't know what they were doing Why don't out they there. Call it the dangerous region. I mean, it is dangerous what? out there. Oh, you broke it, up. It is dangerous out there, but it's also pretty unknown. But we know that it's dangerous. Uh, I think unknown is like just a really you know. Well known thing. 
It's just a spookier The well-known-to-be-dangerous region. Uh, I, I think they're going for the spook factor here. I can appreciate that. Going for the drama. Okay. So, uh... So, tell bunch me, of is bad Betty luck being here. any help at all? Um, Betty's trying to be helpful. <laughs> okay. I expect some... I expect better of Betty. But, uh, yeah, Betty's, Betty's searches are coming up blank as well. I guess we just go check it out? I think we should. Pod race is in about an hour. Betty, they've already marked, they've already tagged my vehicle. They'll be on the lookout. There's not a million airstreams going around. <laughs> it's fine, we can take mine. So we traipse out into, and get into, you know, I get a bunch of equipment out of my airstream to be revealed later. <laughs> to flip a light side <laughs> point for. I bring, I take, I get all of my light side points out of the airstream and just bring them by the arm load with me. And, of course, you know, I've already got my little, my trusty little blaster pistol hidden up my sleeve and my stun pistol. Yeah, from Snoober. By Snoob Snoob. And the thermal detonator <laughs> given to me by two strange little guys. And I just, and, you know, Betty kind of raises an eyebrow because I'm, you know, a little more... You know, she gives me a weird look, but honestly, I think she's just impressed at how much I've... You know, how much temerity I've developed over the last... Since she's seen me last. I'm... Betty reaches into a drawer and pulls out a large blaster pistol and straps it to her belt. You and Betty head out her back door from her kitchen. Uh, <laughs> and parked out back there is a red and black convertible xj2 airspeeder it's got racing it, stripes it does it's got a stripe uh down the center of it it is sleek it's got sort of a vintage look to it but he's got a comfortable pension she says strap in i do so i i <laughs> as she guns it i hug my laptop to my chest with my arms crossed as the coruscant evening air flaps through your gills it it flips my little whiskers around mm -hmm. wait do i have those like the little tendrils like the little catfish tendrils you can if you want do they have those mon calamari acne. some of them do well some of them could maybe it's like mon calamari acne no i don't have a little i have like a little stub of a whisker yeah <laughs> okay the two of you speed through the coruscant evening air Traffic is getting heavy as certain sections of the city are being closed off for the pod race route, and uh, groups of people are heading towards large bandstands and um, floating platforms and things so that they can watch the race. Those fools. But as you, as you head towards Stack Avenue, it clears up a little bit, and you haven't been back here in the evening or at night yet, but it is darker than usual usually well, they've mysteriously taken out all the street lamps well a lot of them have fallen down okay maybe a crash a ship crashed through them maybe they got switched off but generally there is uh low power here right now and betty pulls into an alley and, and parks a good distance away from the downed ship so what's the plan well, we're going to observe first. There are... It'll be easier to sneak around there on foot, I think. 
know some I know some back roots. I used to live around these parts, you know. And I assume this really kind of know-it-all attitude about the area. You know like when someone's not from a place, but they've lived there long enough to get snotty about knowing their way around and really imperious when they're talking about it to other people? That's me. Mm-hmm. Cool. So from where you are, you can see the big commerce guild destroyer spanning the spanning the avenue. Um, its big engines are on top of the Essen Theater, where Chandraza played about a month ago. <laughs> Um, the nope, body nothing of it, lost there. Nothing of value was lost. The body of it is just hanging in the void above the above the canyon, and the front of it is on top of uh, Merlin's bar. Oh, but my my noodle shop is safe, right? Yeah. Okay, great. Angs really is still around the corner. Merlin's was always going to end up this way, and. You can see the little droids that are floating there with their um, holographic tape running between them. You spot the droids that are hanging there. And what are you going to do? Where are you going? What's that equipment that's in your bag? Well, I shall reveal the equipment that's in my bag one by one at appropriate moments as the need for them arises. But we sneak over Scooby-Doo style too. Um, one of the shattered storefronts, and it's kind of abandoned, but close to the wreck where we've got, like, clear, clear visage of what's going on, but we're not in the line of sight of any of the droids. I kind of lead her through a back alley, through a lot of dumpsters, and sneak into, a, like, a cafe through a back door that faces the wreckage. Okay. Do you want to do a perception check? You told me that you don't like to use perception checks because everybody expects to use perception. This is true. I'm stuck. You know what Carp's problem is, Mark? What's what's that? She's too trusting. Okay, I have a yellow. Yeah, Betty's got Betty's a little better than you. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe you should roll. I usually call her better, Maxwell. <laughs> Three yellows and a boost die. Why do you want me to? All right, three yellows and a boost die. Uh, you need some difficulty. No, you need some difficulty you didn't tell on me that. Difficulty. I rolled before you told me any difficulty. Roll two purples and a black die for for darkness. Did you flip over a dark side point? Nope. Are you allowed to give me a black die if you don't flip over a dark side point? Yeah. Are you black sure? Black ones are envi- blue, Black and blue are environmental. Fine. You said two yellow and one blue? Three yellow, one blue, two purple, one black. Two purple, one black. Yep. And what is she rolling to do again? This is the the check that you failed last time you were here. I don't remember that. You know I have amnesia. I would just (laughs) like to say that Betty should get another boost because of her little opera glasses that she uses to spy. (laughs) Usually on Um, her neighbors. I'm gonna I'm gonna pass on the opera opera glasses. What? <laughs> no, she come on. She totally has her opera glasses and she's like peering through them through a shard of window. I'm just gonna imagine she's using opera glasses. Okay. There you go. One success and that's it. <laughs> so last time you were here there were clones all over the place. Um and there were people working on the big ship, people doing stuff. And as you and Betty look over the avenue, 
you don't see anybody around this ship except the the droids making the perimeter and clones droids what's the difference all the way across the avenue on the other side you spot three i'm gonna flip a dark side point over you spot three shadowy shapes running towards the the downed ship they're ducking into alleys and making sure nobody's watching as they make their way towards this ship. Betty, is that- What? Ol' Skazborg? There's three of them? But then I squint, and I grab Betty's opera glasses, and I realize it's not Ol' Skazborg's. No, those are people. <laughs> well, I can see that now, Betty. I'm looking at through the opera glasses. Okay, I, I see that- Three shadowy figures run into the ship. Well, they're obviously up to no good. Should we go in too? Yes, absolutely. The fires of adventure have been lit in Carp's heart. You know what this means? No. Stealth check. I never know what this means, Mark. Stealth. Got one yellow, one green. I thought I upgraded. You did. <laughs> Great. Add a boost for Betty, and it's going to be... Against two purples, and you can have another boost because it's dark. You did it. Yay, two successes, one for each of us. How do the two of you sneak onto the ship past these sentry droids? Like absolute professionals. (laughs) We, like, cronk it from the Emperor's New Groove. We just freeze against every wall in plain sight, but at the same time, we look out and we're not in the droid's direct line of sight. And we just, like, skitter like little little bugs, and we do, like, a zigzag uh, crossing path. And then, you know, there's, you know, not a lot of lighting going around in the area, but there's, like, patches of light, and we kind of avoid all of the patches of light, like they're landmines. And we just... Looking real cool. We sneak our way up to the ship and just like kind of throw ourselves against the side. And Betty's still in her athleisure. I forgot to tell her to change out of it. <laughs> I'm in my, I'm I'm in my you know stealth suit. I've got like a black knitted cap on my head for some reason, and I do you? <laughs> I do now, and I've you know I'm I've got a turtleneck. Mon Calamari's don't have necks, but I've got a turtleneck. I find the name very offensive. They love and turtlenecks, though. We just kind of scoot right into an opening at the opposite end of the ship. Yep. So the two of you end up in the the bow of the ship, the, the front end of the ship. And those three shadowy figures went in the stern, the back end. Oh, okay. I don't know the yeah. parts of a ship, but that sounds right. You're in the front, they're in the back. Okay. So you make your way onto the ship. It is very, very large. You can tell that when it was in service, it probably held thousands of battle droids. And from what you've seen on the street, it that sort of confirms that you've seen the, the down droid parts all over the place. And as you make your way in here, there are still like bits and pieces of droids scattered along the, the halls. As uh, from someone right had outside, the right, this sounds like someone had the right idea. The part of the ship that you made your way in through, it looked like it had been 
blown out from the inside like a huge explosion had made a giant hole in the side of the ship and that's where you head in so we head in through the the explosion hole the explosion hole okay. yep the space that you end up in is very large and open probably a little too open for carp well all spaces are too open for carp but at the same time small spaces are too small for carp this so this is, place is both too big and a little too small for my liking. This is the place that would have held uh, vulture droids. Those big... Um, oh, yeah. Walkie ship droids. And the droid could be worse than another droid. That droid would be a vulture droid. Where are we going? Let's see. Where would one automatically head to in a ship to find out something? Like, is this... If we're in the back of the ship... And You're in the front of the ship. <laughs> we're in the bow of the ship. Okay, I'm so we're not going to be an image near of the ship. a cargo hold or anything. I... Okay, that's right. I mean, this, it looks like a deep sea creature, mm -hmm. which I really appreciate. It's got sort of like antennae spines on mm -hmm. top of it and big shields over the top as well. Okay, so we're... In fact, at this point... The ship looks a lot like this deconstructed schematic because so much of it has been taken away. Yeah, so there's this big, big open space that um, you see the remains of some droid fighters in there. Um, Just the thought of all those droids makes me shudder. From outside, you notice that you were just below um, where the command bridge is. Okay. Well, uh, where would I automatically head to, though, to find stuff out? I don't know. There, there would probably be some terminals here and there. Okay. I, um, we should head to the nearest data terminal. And I expect that would be just outside the bay that we're in. Yeah, you find a little room off to the, off to the left. It looks like an there, ATM. Yep, it looks like an ATM. It's big. And it's a got a little ATM. screen. Yep. <laughs> a big ATM with a little screen. Yep. What are we looking for? Anything that tells us what this ship was up to and what happened to all these droids on board. Not that I'm okay. losing sleep over what happened to the droids, but I also need to know what happened to the droids. Give me a computer's check. So I... Whose computer skills are better, mine or Betty's? Yours. Okay, I use my computer skills to kind of, like, R2-D2 the terminal... What, you like stick your finger in a little <laughs> socket and turn it around? Yes, and when that doesn't work, I hack it. So I will let you set your own difficulty. To the nothing? More, the more th purples that you put in, the more information you can get. How many purples can you put in? As many as you want. But how many can you put in? Um, one is easy, two is average, three is hard, four is daunting, five is formidable... Anything over five, you have to flip a light side point, and it is technically impossible. All right, I'll stick with three. Okay, so a hard computer's check. So I've got two yellow, two green, three difficulty, and I should get a boost because for the time being, we are in relative peace and I've got time. And also okay. because the system isn't that heavily encrypted. You can have a boost. Yes. Four successes on a hard so computer check. So many successes! What do you want to know? Everything! <laughs> <laughs> Give me every question to the universe I've ever had. 
Okay, so you don't need a computer's check to know that all the droids that are in pieces on this ship are because of the battle. Well, yeah. You find that same list of locations that it had been to, and along with them, you find a list of things that they picked up in those places. And you don't recognize a lot of them, but... The ones that you do recognize are very dangerous creatures. So this is the planet from Futurama, which had lots of, you know, normal animals and one tiny animal that eats everything. Except a bunch of planets like that. (laughs) Great. So that's all of the planets except that one that Betty said was ringing a bell. And so you're scrolling through this... You're scrolling through this list and you see these planets and the the creatures that are coming from them. And then um, when this last one comes up, Shell Luara, Betty says, hey, wait, stop. And she puts a finger on it. And under that, you see that they didn't pick up any creatures on this planet. And for my reference, how do you spell that? C-H-E-L hyphen L-U-A-R-A. Did you make up the name of this planet? I absolutely did. <laughs> I could tell from the apostrophe. Hyphen. No apostrophe. Oh, you said hyphen? Yeah. A hyphen? Who are you? <laughs> okay, did not pick up anything from Chelluara. Mm-hmm. Cool. And the things that they did pick up there... So you can you can tell the, the way it's classified, that the things that were picked up at the other planets were plants and animals mm-hmm. and what is under Shelluara is classified differently and it is also very redacted wait so i'm sorry you said they didn't pick anything up or they picked it up some they picked it up something they picked up something that was uh redacted picked up something redacted okay. that is neither plant nor animal Ooh, black matter um, well, what I do recognize of the list is highly toxic, so I have to assume yeah. that whatever they picked up from Chelluara follows that trend. And I think with four successes and an advantage, maybe you get a schematic of the ship and where things are located on it. I don't know that that's an advantage because you've literally given me a schematic of the ship. I've given you an image of the ship. I'm, I'm now telling you where stuff is on the ship. Okay, so I you have know, a Legend of Zelda dungeon map. You have a Legend of Zelda dungeon map that, that changes color when you have visited a room. <gasps> yes! Does it show me where the treasure chests are? You transfer it to your data pad, and it shows you the places that are restricted, which might as well show you where the treasure chests are. Perfect. Ah, that's that's handy. So you found... You got, you got a... A floor plan. Yes, my notes read a schematic showing treasure. <laughs> I have to shorthand them. Okay. Betty, we we know where we are, and I, I show her I've downloaded it to my data pad and I show it to her and there's a there's a glowing red dot that says you are here and all of these places in red are the treasure. I have a treasure map to this ship. So I look at the map. Are we done on this terminal? Have we, have we, have I hacked 
expertly hacked everything there is to know about this place um, I'm sure I could come up with more things, but you've got All the a lot of info. Information. Yeah. Okay. Okay, so I finish with that and I I, I consult my my map and see the nearest there there's a, a room not very far away. Close to would it be close to the bridge? No. It's close to wherever no. we happen to be. Uh, there might be something close to the bridge, actually. Um, I, I see. Uh, we go to the nearest spot that's marked as classified, sure. I guess. So you head to the nearest lift. Yes. And the lift takes you up to a um, kind of like a, a catwalk around this big open space. So, question. They've been dismantling yeah. this ship systematically for a week or something. A couple days. A couple days. It's been it's only been a couple days. Is there some power core they've left intact that we can still or is there like emergency power that's been undisturbed or how are we making things work? There might be some very basic power okay. running through the ship right now. If you wanted to get the lights on that would be another computer's check. Okay, I don't. So you head up to the, this level above the level that you were on before. And we both got our guns in our hands, by the way, because we saw those three shadowy, not old Skazborgs get onto the <laughs> ship, and we know trouble might happen. You hear something from below you, and I'm flipping another dark side point. How many do I have now? You have four. Yes. You're never going to use them. AJ, you made the right choice. You hear below you, in that big open space, it's echoing slightly, but it's quiet. You hear some voices, and they... They're wearing cloaks, so they're probably dims. You don't see the the source of these voices yet. But they don't have space Australian accents, so they're probably not clones. Do clones have different accents? It depends on who they're a clone of, right? I mean, not that accents are an ingrained genetic thing, but I'm just saying that most of the clones cloned from somebody are probably raised in the same place and would have the same accent. Mm-hmm. That is true. But the voices you hear sound more like... You can't understand what they're saying. It's scrambled as if it's coming through some sort of vocal scrambler voice box kind of thing. I have a lot of experience with these through the message boards. It's um, the best friend of every... I often, <laughs> I have my own voice scrambler, <laughs> which I often use to disguise my voice on comlink calls, which has frustrated Snooper to no end. But sometimes that's, you know, just how Afka and I have communicated to each other because neither of us trust the line. And so we're both talking to each other on voice scramblers. Below you, you see the little laser sights and Betty says, Get your blaster out. It's duck into out. this corner. It's out, Betty. And I, but I duck in the corner. We don't want to be seen. Well, yeah, obviously, Betty. <laughs> Betty doesn't know never, I've done all this before. Never know with you, Carp. Never <laughs> know with you. And below you, you see a group of clone troopers, but their armor is a little different. It is a little bit more fitted, and. It's black. It's very, very black. 
trying to think of a joke about cloning armor, but I can't quite come up with it. Yeah, it's a small squadron. There are um, five of them. They've got their blasters raised, and they're moving across this open bay fairly quietly. Um, And it looks like they are heading to a lift opposite the lift that you took up. Oh, crap. Thanks for listening to another episode of Coruscant Nights. Coruscant Nights is a production of Nightcast Creative. For more information on this and our other projects, visit nightcastcreative.com. Thanks to Nikki for playing on these episodes. Check out Nikki's art at nikkismiters.com. Tonight's Destiny Pool was fueled by Donate for Destiny. Thanks to AJ for the donation. To find out more about Donate for Destiny and for a link to donate, visit nightcastcreative.com destiny. If you're loving Coruscant Nights, be sure to leave us a review on your favorite podcatcher and visit us on Patreon at patreon.com slash Coruscant Nights.